Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Do you want to move from live streaming interviews and tutorials and really just kind of, you know, just being live and just kind of connecting with your audience into a much more lucrative or potentially lucrative business opportunity known as live selling or live shopping? Well, on this episode of the Launch Your Live show, I'm going to sit down with Sarah Williams who is a shoppable live stream host and producer. And we're going to talk about some tips to help you achieve live selling success. For those of you, by the way, who have checked out a number of our other episodes, we had Sarah on back on episode 121 at launcher.live forward slash EP121, where we talked about how to connect with your live stream audience. So this week, we are obviously going to dig a lot deeper into this. We're going to talk about, you know, the whole live selling phenomena. And so I'm going to go and bring on Sarah, uh, and we're going to kick things off. So by the way, I forgot. I actually, uh, I actually wasn't up yet, but it's great to see you all uh, for the launch your live show. Again, this is episode 123. Um, so I'm going to go and bring on Sarah and we're going to kick things off and just really talk about the whole live selling and live shopping experience. So Sarah, it's great seeing you. How are you doing? I'm good. Good to see you too, Christian. Thanks for having me back on. Anytime. I got to say, I mean, when I had you on last time, I said, you know what? Sarah's definitely somebody I want to talk with because she's successful at what she does. You know, you look at the, like just her overall uh, growth and whatnot. And it's, it's amazing. And so we always, like I said, we always like to have people on that, that know their stuff, you know, and have them impart some knowledge to our viewers and our listeners. So this week we're going to talk about, you know, live selling success. Um, obviously, I mean, let's talk about this. Maybe the first question I'd have for you is uh, live shopping, live selling, like, what is that? If somebody's brand new to that, can you kind of explain that? Right. Like, what does that mean? I, I feel like the easiest way to describe it is like new age QVC, but that's not exactly what it is. Um, QVC has been doing it for years. They have their own way of doing things. It works for them. Digital live selling is more about, you know, yes, it's a sales channel, but it's about creating a community. It's about being really authentically yourself and authentically representing the brand and being able to describe products, you know, provide product education and brand storytelling all in one place. So uh, it's it's this whole like branded, but very authentic experience. I think that's one of the more important things. It's very authentic. Definitely. Yeah. And so off of that, is there, are there people that, for example, you know, you talk about like being able to talk about a product, for example, yeah. know, no product plug here, just going to hold up a coffee mug, you know? And so I could, you know, I could like, if I know coffee, for example, I could talk about coffee, you know, I could talk about electronics, for example, you know, and I, I guess on one hand, it's a, it's a sort of a slippery slope, right? Cause you could easily just talk about anything, but then in order to be successful with it, you know, is it about like niching down and saying, Hey, you know what? In my case, electronics are my thing. In your case, what is it? Beauty products? Is it beauty products? I think, right for you, or is it hair mostly, but yeah, yeah. beauty products as well. Exactly. So, yeah. Right. And so for me to do that, I guess that would not necessarily, I mean, I could try it. There's nothing to say I couldn't do it, but right. I think for some people, you know, it's like, I mean, instead of just like, I don't say selling yourself out maybe, and just talking about anything, right. you want to be careful about what you, you know, I say careful. You just want to make sure that, you know, if you're going to do live selling or live shopping, that you were talking about things that are 
you know, they're in your wheelhouse, basically. You're playing to your strengths, right? I think that's smart. And I think understanding as a host or an influencer, kind of what your individual brand is. So like, to your point, like, yes, I love all things hair and beauty and fashion. I'm probably not going to go like selling sports products and paraphernalia. I'm just not into sports. Right. Uh, But I think another way of looking at it too, in addition to the types of products you're, you're talking about is the way in which you're talking about those products. So I like to split up you know, hosting for live selling into really two categories. You sort of have these like branded on-air hosts, which is more of what I do. And then you have influencers. So if you're approaching this as an influencer, you're really personalizing the product story, right? You're saying something like, oh, I, you know, I really like this cup because it's vacuum insulated, which is great, you know, because I go on long runs and I like having my cold water, as you all know, right? I'm a triathlete. I'm totally not. I'm just, you know, (laughs) I was going to ask you, that was my next question. (laughs) I'm definitely not. But as an on-air host, right, it might be a little different for me. So I might say, you know, this cup is vacuum sealed. And what that means is when it's produced, you know, Slim does X, Y, and Z. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's free of PBAs. So it's 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 sort of a different approach. So, you know, I always think like dog food is a good example, too. If you're an influencer and you're talking about dog food, but you don't have a dog, like that's going to come off a little weird. Mm-hmm. If you're an on-air host talking about dog food, well, you know, as long as you know about dogs and dog food and it's within your, you know, brand yeah. um, as a host, it works. So, yeah, you just have to be smart about the things you choose to talk about. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I like how we talked about how like it's it's a slippery slope in a way. Like, yes, you can talk about it. Like if somebody just sends you a product and you're just collecting a paycheck off of it. I would be careful doing that. I mean, because if it's not in your wheelhouse, like it's going to show, you know, it, I think that like authenticity thing comes back into play too, because, you know, um, influencers, that scene seems to be coming. It's like less aspirational and more educational now. So Mm -hmm. if you're just kind of like talking about random things and, oh, I'm getting paid to talk about this. I think people are starting to see through that a little bit more. And I got to say, this reminds me of something uh, from just a number of years ago, actually. So, you know, I'd gone through some, uh, I'd gone through some training with Apple, actually. And, you know, one of the big things is, you know, it's all about features and benefits. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about like being able to talk about something. And the thing is, like, it's knowing, you know, if you want to be, if you want to be a, like, if you want to make good live shopping videos, so shoppable videos, you know, you want to know the features and the benefits of that product inside and out, because here's the thing you mentioned this earlier. It's about building a community. So if I can talk about and intelligently talk about what the features and benefits are of the product, it's going to help also endear me more to that community. And you have to remember, you know, for example, when we talk about sites like Amazon Live, right, that mm-hmm. people who are going to be watching your videos, they don't know you. And so the thing is, it's about, it's about making that, you've got that instant connection you have to make with yes. everyone who's watching. And you're not going to make it with everyone, you know, but you're going to make it with some who are going to say, Hey, you know what? Wow. Sarah really knows what she's talking about. She's not just reading from a cue card. You know, she's not looking right. over to notes, you know, she can actually look at the camera and actually just, you know, rattle off all sorts of stuff. And I think people are going to, they're going to see that, you know what, Sarah knows what she's talking about. Hey, Sarah's somebody I want to follow. And then at that point, Sarah's somebody that I potentially want to reach out to, to have her do some sort of thing, you know, whether that is being, you know, a host, for example, or being an influencer, you know, or, you know, her doing her own thing. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I I think you're absolutely right on that. And, you know, talk about sort of the pillars of live streaming, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a sales channel. 
it's authenticity, it's community building, but then it's brand and product story. So one of the benefits to brands and retailers and companies of shoppable live streaming is that you can address consumer questions yeah. in the moment live mm-hmm. on air. It's kind of bridging that, you know, the convenience of digital shopping yeah. along with that, like more informational experience in brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. So if you have people in your chat asking you questions and you can't answer them, that's definitely going to take away from your credibility. And then it's also kind of like, why are we all here together? Like, why didn't you just make a commercial and put that out? Um, so that is critical. Now, at the same time, like there's always going to be questions that you might not know the answer to. And that's when it's really helpful to have like, you know, a chat manager or someone there that can really interact with the audience and maybe help you answer those questions. So for instance, I do a lot of work um, in the hair space, T3 hair tools. Um, so sometimes people ask like, what's the voltage on that? Or what's the wattage? And it's like, man, I just, I cannot seem to remember the voltage and wattage of the 25 tools I talk about. It's like, give me just a moment. You know, Jackie's going to put that in the chat for you. Um, we're going to get you that information. And, and that's okay too. But for the most part, you do want to be able to answer those high level questions just like off off the cuff. Definitely. And that's the thing. That's where it also comes down to, you know, for live selling success, it's planning what you're going to be streaming about. And then, you know, again, going through your notes, like for example, you and I, we quickly today, we quickly threw together some notes to work off of, but that's also because we know what we're going to talk about versus, you know, Hey, if if somebody just sent you a product and got it like yesterday, I don't think going live, you know, the exact, like the next day, for example, is going to be the right thing. You want to make sure that you know, for the most part, as much as you need to know about that product, whether it's the material it's made out of, because you know people are going to ask that question. Don't ex- don't assume that they're going to go read the description on the product detail page. You know. Yep. So yep. you have to make sure you give yourself ample time to basically do your research and do, do your homework. That's really what it amounts to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if, and if you're hosting or, you know, an influencer and you're going to host a live stream and you have questions, like ask those questions to the brand if they haven't provided that to you. Like you can, you totally can do and should do your own due diligence, use the product, check out the websites. But, you know, if there's something you're like, I think someone's going to ask this and I don't know the answer to get, yeah. get that information before you go live. So I have another question for you. So we talked about this briefly. You know, we talked about like, you know, hey, this is why I like this product in terms of, and, we, and this is again, authentic, authentic, authenticity thing. So Mm -hmm. if I'm going to do any sort of like live selling, for example, you know, can I mention positives and negatives about a product? What's your what's your take on that? You know, should somebody, I guess. Yeah, that's that's an interesting question. So, you know, as I said earlier, like I consider myself more of an on air host. So I'm really representing the brand. So I tend to not really say anything negative. Okay. you know, let's, uh, for example, something that I speak about a lot, we have this thing called a volume booster switch on a lot of our hair tools. It'll Uh give you more volume for some hair types. That's not right. Like they would probably not like that at all. So rather than making it a negative, it's a positive for this type of person. Someone with fine straight hair would probably love the volume booster switch. We're adding to your, you know, personalization and personalizing the blow dry experience for you. Um, as an influencer, I think you can, you have a little bit more leeway because you're supposed to be offering like, you know, user generated content, offering your own opinions, but mm-hmm. you do, you do want to be careful. I think you're better off not representing brands or products that you don't love. Um, right. That way you don't have to kind of make that decision. Oh, that, that's a good one. Yeah. And I, I like the fact, I liked how you put that, which is, you know, if you're a host for an, a particular brand, they don't want you to say, well, hey, you know what, this is a like great product, but it doesn't do this. Like they right. want, you know, you highlight, you highlight, it's not just about highlighting all the positives. It's about putting it into a position of, you know, who might this be used, useful for? You also have to remember, yes. 
everything that you, every product is not made for every single person. So like, for example, you know, I've got a pair of, you know, I've got a pair of headphones here, for example, and these may work for some people, but then like, you know, if somebody's got like, you know, if they got really small ears, like I might want to highlight that, you know, Hey, these are, you know, they're a little bit bulky, but Hey, they've got like really good audio quality. You know, that's why they're bulky. However, you have to remember if you're the type of person that doesn't use these, uh, you know, or they, they may not work for you. You don't have to highlight the negatives. You just need to position it in a way that, you know, Tell people what the product does. Tell you who it's for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and then in a way, let them make the decision. You know, I mean, if you're, for example, mm-hmm. if you are somebody that has, you know, it, it, you mentioned it with hair, for example, if you are somebody that has a certain type of hair and it works great for that, mention that, but you don't have to also yeah. say, well, Hey, it works great for this, but it also, it doesn't work well for this, this, and this, and this. And mm-hmm. you have to also remember who you're working with. If you are working on behalf of the brand, you don't want to do that. They're going to give you notes for the most part about the product. If they don't make sure you answer, you know, you get those questions answered before you do any videos. On the other hand, yeah. if you're the person that is making shoppable videos, these are, for example, the ones that go on Amazon's product detail page. I think you could talk about the pros and the cons of the product. Talk about the materials yeah. that it's made out of, you know, talk about how like, you know what? Hey, I like the weight of this product. Um, talk about, you know, like durability. Like if you've had the product for a while, talk about how durable it is, right? You don't have to Absolutely. highlight the negatives, but if you are doing shoppable videos, you know, you may want to, you know, don't just always say like, Hey, I love this product. I love this. I love this. I love right. this. Cause you don't technically very, for the most part, you probably don't love everything. Yeah. Well, and something that can be interesting too, and whether you're working with a brand or you're an influencer and curating yep. your own, you know, product carousel, think about that. So, you know, again, using hair as an example, well, you know, this flat iron's great for fine hair types. This one's great for more demanding hair types. So that mm-hmm. way, when you're talking about one and they're like, oh, I have coily hair, will this work? You know what? I actually recommend this one for you. Yeah. Um, so that way you have something that will kind of address everyone's needs within that category. That can be really strong strategy as well. And speaking of that, what that also reminds me of is, you know, when you're building like a website and you're writing blog posts or things like that, right? You've written an article about one topic. Well, let's say you have a related article or something like that. You could, you you have to remember, you always want to be building like links back to other articles you've written. And so if you have an article that is talking about maybe the pros of something, you may have an article that talks about the cons, right? And Mm -hmm. so in this case, you know, you're talking about like, like you have to, so you, so there's a strategic partners. You have to think about the fact that you are, you know, not just talking about this one product. If you really know your stuff, you already, like, for example, we talk about this and how we say like, Hey, there's related episodes or things like that related to this episode, right? It's the same process. You're doing some live shopping videos. Hey, if you don't, if that product doesn't work for a specific person, make another recommendation. Guess what? Your community will actually thank you because it says, you know what? Sarah really knows her stuff. She's not just telling me like what she wants to tell me. She's also got these other recommendations that I may not know about. That goes back down to the authenticity too. Like, you know, being, being honest about things. Yeah. <laughs> it's very important. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And um, so, you know, and I think again, that's going to be what's going to endear people to you. It's not about like, oh, just because, you know, Amazon started showing my products on their product detail pages, you know, it's, yes, that helps. But it also helps that when people watch your videos, that they feel like they can connect with you. Now, uh, a couple yeah. other questions I have for you. So let's talk about like length of time. So in order to obviously make live selling, like if you're doing, if you're a host, for example, you're probably contracted out for, you know, a certain amount of time to be on air. If you're making your own yeah. shop of videos, you know, you're probably making, you know, maybe a, maybe a two minute video, maybe a three minute video. Is there a certain length, I guess, for people doing live selling or live shopping videos that they should kind of yeah. adhere to? 
It kind of depends on the, the channel that you're on. So, you know, we talk about Amazon Live a lot. So Amazon, you know, their best practices, they always say, while you're live, that's when people are discovering you. That's when you get bet the, like the best placement with it, within the algorithm. So you should be live for as long as possible. So when I go live on Amazon, I'll be live for like an hour and a half. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. And I'm, I'm repeating a lot of the messaging, but, you know, we're, we're just really taking our time on that start to finish, you know, hairstyle. Um, and then, you know, on other channels, you know, let's say we're going to do an Instagram live to talk about a new launch. Okay. Well, that's probably going to be like 20 minutes. That's, that's like an interview. That's a conversation. Okay. Um, and people don't necessarily want to tune in for an hour and a half, but people do probably want to see the whole interview. So we're going to go a little shorter. Um, but I do think for, for lives, you have to be live long enough for people to start interacting with you and asking questions. So if you're going to do more of a product review, that's mm -hmm. just going to be, you know, under 10 minutes. I would just at that point, honestly, make a pre-recorded video, you know, do an Instagram reel or something like that. Um, I think I think the sweet spot is at least like 20 minutes to maybe an hour. Awesome. And I guess the other thing people you need to realize, you know, if you're doing live selling or live shopping videos is to, you know, mix it up. I mean, try different lengths because here's the thing, like somebody sends you a product and like maybe somebody, you know, maybe a maybe you make a 30 second video for like, again, if it's a shoppable yep. video, a shoppable video doesn't need to be a super long video. So think about like right. the position you're in. So for example, if somebody's watching on Amazon and they're seeing me like, uh, you know, for example, they're seeing like, for example, let's say you and I were doing a, I'll use a vacuum cleaner as an example. Let's say we're doing a vacuum cleaner or, you know, let's use a hair product. So let's say it was like a, <laughs> uh, what was it a, a blow dryer or a curling iron? What was it? Sure. Blow okay. dryer. Yeah. So let's say it was a blow dryer, right? Like, so they're going to want to see us actually do that live. They're not going to want to necessarily have us unbox the video necessarily or unbox the hairdryer and say, Hey, you know, here's what you get in the box. Right? So if you're doing a live video, right. they want to see that you're actually like, they want to see okay. Sarah, for example, she comes in with, she's got the situation. She's got curly hair, for example. She's like, Hey, I'm going to show you how to, you know, uh, do a blowout or how get to straighten your hair, hair. For example. Exactly. Yeah. And so they want to see yeah. her doing that so that then they can ask the questions. For example, like they might ask yeah. the questions of how hot is that going to get? They may ask the questions of, you know, hey, what kind of brush are you using, right? Because you got to remember there's accessories that go along with this. Um, right. If it's that technique. Yeah. I think there's something, there's certain products that lend themselves really well to like demos, like okay. hair care, makeup, skincare. But mm -hmm. then there's other products like your headphones example, like you can't really demo headphones. So that's really right. going to be more of that like unboxing moment, mm -hmm. talking about the features. So yeah. when you're crafting your script and how you want to promote these materials, you want to think about, okay, what's the story I'm telling with this product? Definitely. Okay. So i got one last question for you, you know, since I know we had talked about, we had a hard stop. Are there any other tips you want to share with viewers and listeners on, you know, achieving live selling success? Like, was this an overnight thing for you? Was it something you worked at? It was definitely something that I worked at. So I had always wanted to be, um, I do a lot of on-air hosting and, okay. and, you know, hosting for live events. But for, for some reason, I was just like, man, I would love to do like hosting for home shopping. I'm so good at talking about products and generating excitement and, you know, um, making them sound cool and interesting. So I, I worked very hard for many years, um, you know, taking classes and, um, you know, auditioning for like QVC and Home Shopping Network and working with different brands and then basically pitched myself to uh, T3 Hair Tools um, and they were they were excited about it. They, they went with it. So uh, that's been such a gift for me to be able to program, produce and host all of our shoppable live streams. I did 100 last year. Wow. But the, the biggest piece of advice that I would have to say is that 
it's such a new space and there's so much to learn, not only from a technical standpoint, but all the platforms you can choose from, how you present yourself, how you interact with your community that you just really have to get in there. So just, just wherever you're at, start there and that's okay. And, you know, things happen, technical things go wrong. You drop products, you say the wrong product name, but that's also part of the charm of being live is that we all make mistakes for all living. And it is so relatable right now as we're all still this like zoom virtual world. So just, just get in there, just try it. There's no failures, just learning experiences and have fun with it. Don't get too bogged down with, you know, the do's and don'ts and, you know, best practices, just, just have fun and connect with your community. And, and that's excellent advice. You know, I think to really wrap this up, because again, I mean, if you want to be successful at something like for the most part, people don't just start and like all of a sudden, you know, it's going to be great. I think my piece yeah. of advice for being successful with live selling or live shopping would be to actually go in, you know, I think these might be on YouTube, but go and Google video, like look at some past home shopping network episodes, like look mm-hmm. at QVC episodes, go on, for example, you know, if, if it's Amazon, go look at what other people are doing. And yeah. I, I don't say use the exact thing, same thing you're doing, but dissect what they're doing, you know, and see if there's something you can do to, uh, to go about, improving your videos like because i think that will help you go from zero to 100 a lot faster rather than like oh i'm going to make some videos i'm going to make some videos i'm going to make some videos just be constantly always be reviewing and willing to adjust i think well sarah absolutely it's it's been fantastic having you on this episode i mean i I love i I wish we could talk a lot more um on this you know but (laughs) live selling success so do what we'll do another one yeah definitely and uh I mean, I, I want to thank you for joining me uh, for what is episode 123, where we've talked about tips on uh, live selling success. We'll have to do another one on this. Um, again, lots of I excellent tips from Sarah. So be sure you connect with her. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Christian, for anytime. having me. Well, we'll see you all, by the way. This has been episode 123 of the Launcher Live Show. Remember, if you want to, if you're listening, you can go uh, watch this, uh, launcher.live, forward slash EP123. We'll put some show notes as well. Uh in the description. But with that, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. We'll see you all on a future episode. Bye. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.